Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning, it's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. I'm joined with uh, Daniel Sloss this morning and Kai Humphreys up in Edinburgh. Good morning, fellas. Hi, mate. Good, Good morning. morning. You look uh, like you, you're always up this hour, maybe walking up Arthur's seat. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the only time I've ever been up at this time is when I've not gone to bed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and we have actually claimed Arthur's seat in that state. Every time I come to Edinburgh, so I've been, to Ed- I've been in Edinburgh now for two weeks. Weeks. And every time I come, I all, like, I'm, and I'm with a load of people now in Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. So they've all climbed Arthur's seat. Some of them went up to uh, to be there for the sunset. Like they left at like five o'clock <laughs> to do Arthur's seat. And every time, now I've been coming to Edinburgh for sixteen years. Every time I go, I'm going to do Arthur's seat. I've never done it. Never. There's always a. I've never walked up the correct side of Arthur's seat because there's a good way that only takes like about an hour to get to the top. Right. Uh, If you go the other side, which I've always done three times, you walk up the hill, you get to the top, and then you go, oh, no, there it is over there. I've just climbed up a hill. Oh, I see. Oh, so you've just looked over at it. And you can guarantee your friends who go at five o'clock in the morning just trying to have a nice civilised to watch the sunrise will be met with the flurry of people coming out of the nightclubs. Yes. Like they will be there (laughs) with. That is the worst feeling, though, when you uh, are coming. I mean, not that I've done this for a long time, but when you're coming out of like you've been out all night on a on a session, yeah. and there's people going to work. Oh, it's, oh, that makes me that makes me feel smug. Oh, does it? Oh, absolutely. I'm like, oh, <laughs> let's see who made the poorer life choices in the long run. <laughs> yeah. As I walk home to, I think where I live. They're, they're tutting at you, going, "Look at that reprobate," and you're tutting at them, going, "Who's that mug?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> These have both got mutual disdain for each other. Yeah. <laughs> We're both wearing suits for different reasons, sir. <laughs> yes, I've had mine on for 14 hours. <laughs> <laughs> I got acquitted yesterday afternoon at a party. <laughs> <laughs> it's 8 to 15 on the text this morning If you're up and about, uh, do let us know what you're up to uh, And if you want to moan about being up at this hour You're more than welcome to So 8 to 15 on the text This is Jason Manford This is matters. 8.12.15 on the text this morning. If you are up and about, what would you normally be doing of a Sunday morning, fellas? Uh, sleeping. Yeah. Oh, I'd be on a travel home day, so I'd be waking up after, I normally do gigs and weekends on Friday, Saturday. I'd right. I'd be getting up on the Sunday, finding my train, having a casual oh, I see. So you're casual a, a, Sunday on a train. Oh, lovely. And where, where's, your, where's home for you? Um, I'm a nomad at the minute. I live <laughs> absolutely on the road. So I live oh, with I Daniel in Edinburgh for, right. for about four years. Mm. So I'm back in my old room now while I'm in Edinburgh, so it feels Homely. Oh, I see. I've got a place in Newcastle where I'm born and raised. Yeah. Never stay there. No. Nope. And uh, my girlfriend lives in London, so I spend a lot of my time. So you're around uh, all about. And you're, and you're Edinburgh, Edinburgh, born and bred. Boy, yeah. Good man, good man. I've, I've enjoyed my two weeks in Edinburgh, but I have been staying with Phil Jupiter, who could not live closer to uh, this radio studio, which is great. And um, But weirdly, so he was like, oh, yeah, stay at mine uh, while, we're, while, while we're on tour with uh, Chitty in, uh, in Edinburgh. I was like, oh, that's great. You know, saves a few quid, and we, we can room together and and do that. And um, I'm in a single bed. 
in his spare room. <laughs> you know when you're a grown up. You know when you're a grown up. You're suddenly in a single bed again. I've not been in a single bed for maybe fifteen years. Oh, your turn is clearly very different from our turn. <laughs> when we walk into like a Holiday Express or a Premier Inn in Nottingham, there's always the big double bed and then the little single bed, and we just have to do that thing of like the double bed's definitely mine because yeah. my name's at the top of the poster. My tour. Yeah, my tour. You're the sport. Get the single. Bond will walk into the room and there was a big, like, not even double, bigger than double, king size. And then there was, like, the kind of sofa bit that had been done out like a bed with a little thin sheet. And it wasn't even a mattress, it was just, like, a seat cushion with a, with a sheet over it. And I was just saying, oh, yeah, come on to a Kai. It's going to be great, Kai. I was, I was a very good friend, though. I let him sleep at the bottom of my bed like a dog, though. Yeah, <laughs> that's totally give, fine. Give me a biscuit. <laughs> yeah, it's, there's something weird about getting in a what, what feels like a child's bed. And that's what it feels like. And my feet are hanging over the edge yeah. of the bed. And Phil does wake me up every morning for breakfast. Like, it's, it's weird. <laughs> oh, lovely. It's a weird... I always find it weird whenever you stay at someone's house who has kids and they bunk two of their kids up and then you're just sleeping in a bed with, like, my little pony things on yeah. and you're like, oh, this is... Uh, this, feels, <laughs> this feels wrong. Well, I, as, a, as, a, as a dad, I often spend uh, my time in these rooms that are surrounded by my little ponies and Barbies. Don't the Explorer posters. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> It's at 8.12.15 on the text this morning. If you are up and about, uh, do let us know what you're up to. Jason. Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. I was ill in, in uh, uh, last week, and I realised there's a... There's, I mean, there's loads of moments you realise you're getting old, right? I mean, you guys are still... You, how old are you, Dan? I'm 26. Oh, I'm 33. Okay, so you're, yeah. you're, you're getting there as well. But in blithe years, that means he's 60. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> yeah, I'm middle-aged now. <laughs> <laughs> there was a moment where I was... I hope no one was eating their breakfast, but I, was, I wasn't well and, uh, from the top end. And, uh, <laughs> and I, I, I was sort of... It was coming out, and I, and I, and I over the over the toilet. But also, whilst throwing up, was wiping up, like... T- Cleaning, <laughs> like after constantly. Yeah, so it was like out. You're oh, doing. I better, I better tidy that up. Mid spew admin. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and I thought to myself, that is a moment. You're you're old and by yourself when you are t- doing that yourself, cleaning up after yourself, applying practical thought to vomiting. Yeah, yeah. So I guess that, that's what we'll do that for the next half hour. Is, is when was the moment you realised you were a grown up? I Eight, had a, twelve, fifteen on the text. I had a moment with Daniel on two hour when we're driving through my hometown. There's a new bypass being built, and I actually uttered the words, "I remember when this was fields," and I wow. meant it. <laughs> it wasn't an ironic. Oh, I remember when this was fields. Like I, I said the words, and then my life just from my soul. That is a hell of a moment. I had a moment in the park a little while, well, this was many years ago, probably about 15 years ago, even longer maybe, and uh, I was in the park and this uh, kid was coming past on his scooter and, uh, I mean, that kid will be at university now. Uh, which is also <laughs> and here I am. Yes, which is quite <laughs> terrifying. And uh, uh, she said, um, she went, oh, careful, watch that man. And I turned around to look for a man. <laughs> uh, I was like, oh, no, what man she means? <laughs> oh, my oh my God. Like, and I just suddenly got old. I'm, like, I'm the man. It's whenever you missed used that. as a threat against a child on, uh, on public transport. Of, like, I've been sat down and a child's been acting up. And the mum's like, if you, don't, if you don't stop, the man will come get you. And I'm like, yeah, I'm 24. I'm 24. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna deck a seven year old. Yeah, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. 
Um, so eight twelve fifteen on text. Let us know what you're up to. This is the eclectic things that people get up to. Uh, the absolute listeners. Um, so Pat from uh, uh, Ballington. She says I'm hungover and have to work. Shout out to all those who are suffering the same fate. Uh, but we also got a message here. Hi Jason. We're up early to get uh, ready for church for the nine a.m. service. Ironic, really. Even God rested on a Sunday. So yeah. have, this is the mix that we have. So we've got. The, you're not worried that your prayers are going to wake him up. Like if God's up in because it's his day of rest, he's having to sleep. And if you wake up what and then he start praying, he's going to be like, ah, snooze. I think on. you've misunderstood it. I don't think he gets every Sunday off. No, no, I think it was just particularly that Sunday. Only one Sunday off when he was creating Earth. I feel like it's, it's God's day. Right? I feel like every Sunday is his day off. I, I, I don't know. Maybe you've, maybe it's just a, a different understanding of the. I, I presumed it was he cracked on, got everything done in the in the. We've all been there when we've yeah. got a big job. Yeah, <laughs> you think, I, I'm going to just crack on and get this done as quick as possible yeah. so I can have Sunday off. Like when you hire a builder. Yeah, uh, and, jo- uh, job and knock. Yeah, yeah, exactly. His estimate for the earth was like four days. He said he was going to do it four. He's like, yeah, yeah. I got to I got to do light. Yes. light. It takes a little bit longer to put the light in. Yeah, he should he should have got a body in. And just get someone else in to help him over Well, it's just that last day, isn't it? When he's just he's just he's just doing the niggly bits. You know, he's going to sort it out. Um, but I, no, I, my understanding is that is that it was just that Sunday. I don't, unless he does take every Sunday off, but that seems unfair. That all the people are in church yeah. and he's like, oh god, that answering machine. But I will not stop. I reckon he is out there going like, no, read it. Day of rest, guys. Stop. Not today. That, that may be why no one has their prayers answered because they're praying on a Sunday. If they pray on like a Thursday, he may just get back to them immediately. Oh, do, is, it, do, do it Monday morning. That's when he's on top form. If you want something, while you're waiting, just pray. Yeah. That, mid, that midday. Yeah, yeah. After he's had his cup of joe. <laughs> Listen to some Foo Fighters. <laughs> yeah. Not in line with mainland Europe, though, because you don't want to be uh, praying at the same time as the Pope. Yeah. You, you, no, Priorities. No, he's the number one caller. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> 8.12.15 on the uh, text this morning. Uh, so let's know the moment. So obviously, yeah, maybe I'm getting old. Foo Fighters are a bit loud, I think, of a, of a Sunday morning. The moment you realised you were a grown-up. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Good morning, it's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. I'm joined by Daniel Sloss and Kai Humphreys this morning up in Edinburgh uh, at uh, Radio 4, I think we are. Yeah, Radio 4, there we go. Uh, so we're up here this week. Glasgow for the next couple of weeks as well after that. Uh, so we'll be, uh, there'll be a slight Scottish bias yeah, to our guests. Uh, then we don't have to pay for travel. <laughs> yeah, that's the... <laughs> Uh, but also because they're very funny. But mainly the travel. Mainly, thing. mainly it's the, the expenses things. <laughs> I'm just an adopted Scot. I've been from Newcastle. I've lived yeah. here for I lived here for about four years, and I don't think anyone worked out I'm English. They just seem to accept Geordies. Yeah, you voted independence and everything. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> just assume your accent was Aberdonian. <laughs> uh, from, is he from Shetland? <laughs> Uh, so eight twelve fifteen on the uh, Texas morning. We're chatting. Uh, well, what what you're up to? Always interested to know what you're up to. Uh, this oh, there's always a smug person though. Oh, is there? Get a few smuggies. Yeah. Morning, Jason. Uh, I'm up cleaning the kitchen before I go and swim my first mile of the week. Just sixty four lengths. First mile of the week. It's Sunday. Uh, <laughs> well, some sure people's not. weeks start on a Sunday. No, it just sounds like she's she, she just procrastinated so much. Left it's the first of the week. This is what you you know. I think they just. Texting to make me feel bad. Mm. You get people jogging and also. Ugh. Yeah, but I, I don't believe any of them are doing it. She's just in the bath. Do you reckon? Aye. 
Just do, you should do the 64 lengths of the bath. That's Dead it. Easy. I, could do, I could do that. <laughs> I think the, the world's hardened criminals are all the people that get up early as well because no one has a good lie in and then goes, oh, I'm going to rob a bank. Yes. Like, it's people that have been up early and swimming and Angry cleaning people. the kitchen and pondering the evil that they're going to do throughout the rest of the day. Yeah, loads of planning to rob a bank. You can't just wake up, set your alarm for five minutes before the bank opens. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah be up early. Be like, oh, it shuts in an hour. I'll do it tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> My daughter, talking about baths, my daughter had a, 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 a moment this week, she's nearly two, uh, where she um, she farted in the bath for the first time. Amazing. And created the bubbles, and uh, I was sort of pottering about and doing bits and bobs, and I heard it, and then she still, and she, she laughs at, at Trump's because they're funny. They're hilarious. And, uh, Did she know she'll never grow out of that? I know, it's amazing, it's an amazing <laughs> moment that we, we looked at each other, even though, you know, I, I'm 36, she, uh, 35, she's, she's nearly two. Too, but there was still a moment where we were on the same level, yeah. where we both laughed at this thing that she just did, yeah. and she and we both knew why it was funny. It's raw humour. It was ama- it was an amazing moment. And then she spent twenty minutes. She wouldn't get out of the bath then, trying to do it again. Just oh, like, oh, no. I was like, whoa, whoa, let's not force it. <laughs> that does come with experience. I said, give everything one hundred and ten percent, but not your trumps. So, I don't want to have to thumb it down a drain. Oh, that's a, that's that's a voice of experience. 8.12.15 on the text this morning, uh, if you are over and about. And also, the moment you realised uh, you were getting old. Jason. Jason. Absolute Radio. Sanford. Where real music matters. Kim uh, said, hi Jason, I, I felt old when I no longer knew the songs or groups on Top of the Pops. The fact that you've mentioned Top, Top of the Pops... Of the Pops. <laughs> Actually ages you more. <laughs> yeah, I didn't recognise any of the things on Ed the Duck. <laughs> yes. I heard a, a rumour the other day, actually. This is one of those weird um, showbiz things. We were talking about Philip Schofield. It came up in conversation. And somebody said they did work experience when he was... Um, now, this is probably before your time, Dad, but you, you might remember... Gordon the Gopher? He had Gordon the Gopher. Yeah. And... Uh, when the cartoons were on, and, and uh, this is only speculation, allegedly, I don't, I don't know. Philip is more than he might might deny it, um, but he would have like a crafty cigarette while like the cartoon in the broom cupboard. Yeah, in the broom cupboard, <laughs> <laughs> he just smoke yeah. the broom cupboard. So he'd like put a, he'd go right here we go. Is is a cartoon, and then he'd sit there. It was a different time back then. It was a different time. He just sit there with a cigarette, <laughs> and then before like trying to get rid of the smoke before it's, the next link starts. Yeah, because was that live? Was the broom cupboard yeah, live? It was all so, so they used to live DJ the cartoons on. So Philip Schofield would be there with his puppet and his cigarette. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but he didn't run the. He didn't. Somebody else had the, did the puppet. Wait, so the, oh, I don't think he did the puppet. Oh, oh, I fell for a yeah, man. He, did, he didn't even put. It, he, did, he didn't take it off to have a cigarette. He just used gold <laughs> the gopher yeah, to hold it. He's <laughs> <laughs> getting blowback. <laughs> Gordon the Gopher wasn't even a ventriloquist puppet, so he, he just, just squeaky, had a squeak. Yeah. It had a squeaky mouth. Oh, like City. Yeah. Sweep. Sweep, yeah. Did City not make it? Sutty didn't talk, did he? He just whispered into Matthews. Yeah, he was a rich stirrer. Yeah. Sue, though, couldn't shut her up. Oh, man. Did you know Matthew was telling the truth about what Sue was saying? Like, who knows what? He was like, kill them all. Kill them all. You think Sutty was a psychopath? Sue's just shaking his head while he's talking. 8-12-15 on the text this morning. So the moment you realised you were a grown-up. Sunday mornings, 8-11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real 
Music Matters. Hello, it's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. I'm joined by Daniel Sloss and Kai Humphreys. Uh, this is what we've had a, a text in here from someone who obviously knows you guys. Uh, morning, after listening to Cream and Muggings podcast... <laughs> <laughs> is this your podcast, yeah, fellas? Uh, I'm wondering how Sloss and Kai have managed not to swear yet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's miraculous. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're on a delay, but, yeah, we're. I think over the years of doing radio stuff, we have been trained yeah. to not do it, but we also have just started our own podcast, which is just us sitting in my living room talking. Swearing. Yeah, just swearing. There's not yeah. even any things to the no podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we've just gone through all the swear words I possible. think what see what I do is I mean the three of us are sat here now um, and you'll see from the picture that Sophie's just taken a picture and she, she's going to put it on the uh, Twitter shortly we've all got the radio headphones on even though without them it's the same show. Like, we don't need these. We've got headphones, but we've got radio headphones on to talk to each other in a room, is, which is we could that, do without. Is that there to, to stop us from swearing, to, it, start, to make us feel that? That's yeah. exactly what it's it is. So I put the, when I put these headphones on, I know I'm on the radio. You're at your granddad's house. Exactly. Yeah. Nana's listening. Yeah, I used, to, I used to teach swimming, so I would teach swimming to um, young children, and mm. I would just, uh, there was no way I'd swear in a lesson. Of course. So I'd swear all shift when I'm just in this leisure centre. Yeah chatting to my friends and then as soon as I'm in the pool with that kid the decorum yes kicks in. Uh, and weirdly that is the one time you'd want to swear most it's <laughs> so frustrating oh which by the way just swim <laughs> idiot stop drowning you coward <laughs> one thing that makes you feel like a grown up is that the kids I used to teach swimming are all adults now yes so I'll sometimes bump into them in a night out oh that's not good <laughs> they'll be like oh you taught me swimming I'm like you were a child <laughs> yes yeah, why are we in the same nightclub that's not good <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> I, hi, Jay. This is from Graham, uh, who's a chimney sweep in Lincoln. Nah, you know no. you're not. <laughs> All right, Dick Van Dyke. It has to be done. I, I guess they still need sweeping, but uh, they're done by grown-ups now. Uh, <laughs> hi, Jason. I realised when I became old, uh, when I was with my girlfriend in a restaurant and the waitress asked, what is your dad having? Oh. But that, I'm not sure that's necessarily... Yeah, no, I think it's just... I might the age difference. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I like this one from... Uh, this, this is from someone saying, Money, Jason, gone fishing as the missus said, you won't go fishing in the rain. So they've just gone, just out of stubbornness. Oh, I love that. Uh, 8.12.15 on from the text... Yorkshire. <laughs> 8.12.15 on the text this morning. Uh, let us know uh, the moment you realised you were a grown-up. This is... Matters. Joined by uh, Daniel Sloss, he's not well, and uh, Guy Humphreys this morning. He's been on the lem sip all week. <laughs> I didn't know if he was ill. He just sometimes drinks it recreationally. Yeah. He just like the lem sip. Oh, it's, it's like Carpo. You know, remember the strawberry Carpo when you were a kid? Oh, I love a strawberry Carpo. I used to be I used to fake being ill when I was young. Just when like, you yeah. say being a kid, this you... is only recently where I um, was not well, had a right headache, and I was looking. I had nothing in the house uh, for like paracetamol and and I took an ad. Adult, I'd googled it. Adult dosage of Calpol. It's about a bottle and a half. <laughs> <laughs> just drinking it over like a yeah. bread bag. I just, just, just like, I, was like, I actually feel sick now. 
It's still as tasty. You no. start putting on weight because of Calpol. It's a lot of calories in Calpol. <laughs> that's that. In fact, funny enough, I was talking about the moments you're getting old. The moment where you get horrible medicine. You remember yeah. for a, for the first like twelve years of your life, it was just banana and strawberry yeah, and orange. You're rotting your and teeth with goes, medicine. Here, have some chalk. Have some <laughs> chalk flavored medicine. Some get black. Get that down your neck. Black viscous. <laughs> so eight twelve fifteen on the text. We're talking the moments uh, you realised you were a grown up. Uh, this is when a you stop getting a sticker at the dentist. Oh, it's devastating! It's a devastating <laughs> moment. There was another dentist one uh, that just came through on the text. Actually, it was from uh, Sh- uh, Sharon who said, "My first moment was when I went to a new dentist and thought he looked about twelve. This happens with like dentists and policemen, and you know when you, they start looking younger." She said, "Confirmation came uh, later that same day when using my Dyson for the first time, and I caught myself saying out loud." Now that's a Hoover. Oh, <laughs> oh, and they're the things you live for. There's no <laughs> oh, you're di- it's, like, it's like people who, you know, it's a sort of being old when you talk about a steak that you had over three days ago. People are like, oh, Terry, I had this lovely it steak the other day. It was like melting your mouth. It was proper good. No peppercorn sauce. It's not a good steak if you need sauce for it, I find. Uh, when in Blackpool, uh, this is anonymous, so when in Blackpool a few years ago, after watching the fireworks with the kids, we got the tram back to where we were parked the car. Uh, uh, and uh, as as it was so full, this lad about fifteen offered me his seat. Oh. I'm forty one. Oh, I, wow. I've been there where I've I've seen the guy, and I'm like, should I offer him my yes. seat? Will he find that offensive, or will he just bite my hand off and take the seat? Yeah, I mean, I, I even at thirty five now, if someone said, "Do you want to sit here, sir?" I'd be like, "Yes, I do." <laughs> In a heartbeat, I'm not even an offence. I wear a fake beard on trains <laughs> just to get the seat. Oh, <laughs> I look pregnant. Imagine someone offered you help with your luggage. Carrying it up the step. Are we thrilled? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Crack on, brother. <laughs> I can't wait to be old. Uh, Andy says, uh, I'm 67 and I had uh, I had grown up, at, I found I was grown up at 13 when I was made to wallpaper the dining room for my mum and dad. Wow. Oh, things were different back then. I they? want to see that dining room. <laughs> what a pig's ear that would be. Imagine you when you were 13. Decorating. No way. Oh my god. I mean, it'd just be every, it'd be over the table. It'd be, it'd be I've decorated I've done the floor as well I've done the, car, I've done the roof done all the lights <laughs> there'd be so much graffiti behind it can you remember if your dad was decorating when you were a kid you had to draw something for the next decoration you know? <laughs> yeah, for, for the next generation yeah. of people uh, it's 8.12.15 on the text this morning the moment you realised you were a grown up Jason Manford Absolute Radio where real music Matters. Good morning, it's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Daniel Sloss and Kai Humphreys join me this morning. You, f- you seem awake now, lads. Oh, yeah, picked yeah. up, had a see, coffee, <laughs> listened to some food fighters. Seem right into it. Uh, so we're talking the moments you realised you were a grown-up. Uh, David in Boreham Wood says, I know I'm getting old when your guest said Matthew Corbett and not his dad, Harry. That was from the sooty uh, oh. thing that we were talking about before. Even <laughs> you were just staring at me then, like I don't even know who Matthew Corbett is. <laughs> I, don't know, I, was just I just know sooty. Yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know Matthew was the, the heir of oh, sooty. Oh yes, it's a, it's a dynasty. Is it really? Down, hand so, to hand, so literally did, passed down. Did Matthew have it? Is, is Matthew's son now the owner of sooty? I don't know. I, I presume it being ITV, it's Stephen Mulhern because he presents everything else. So <laughs> I'm guessing it must be him. But I don't know who does sooty these days. Actually, I haven't seen sooty in a long time. Last time I saw sooty was. 
was in a bar collecting money on the top of the bar. He's just he's just a change tin now, isn't <laughs> yeah, he's he? Got a hole in his head. That's his that's his dynasty. Yeah, exactly. Cigarette bit like squeak. I haven't heard that name in years. <laughs> go on the go for smoking a cigarette through Philip Schofield's mouth. <laughs> Had a lung removed, old uh, Gordon the Gopher. Very <laughs> easy to with puppets as well. You just go straight through the surgery, you just go from the bottom. Uh, Andy said, uh, I knew I was getting old when I, uh, from when I stand up from sitting down, I make a, a very big exertion noise. Oh, as I yeah. stand up. That is, uh, that's a classic. Uh, Matt from Brum. I realised that I was grown up when I started to stay on the loo for as long as possible just to st- keep away from the kids. Oh, that, I don't think that's got anything to do with age. I think that's just Twitter. That is, it is totally. It's something to do, isn't it? Yeah. Sometimes I'll have like a WhatsApp conversation with like 43 unread messages, and I'm like, I don't even need the toilet, but I need some me time. I wonder if there's, if you think about the amount of times you use your uh, phone on the loo, right? Now, I've, I've obviously ne- never had to use a dating app, thank- thankfully, but you're on Tinder. Am I right? Absolutely. Am I right? Yeah. You're on Tinder. Now, there must be, if you put those things together, that most people use their phones on the loo. Oh, totally. Basically, you're being chatted up by somebody. That's why we call it dirty talk. Oh, right, let's move on. Uh, <laughs> so you could, you could meet your future wife yeah. when you're sat on the throne. Yeah. Yes. She's both got your pants down before you've even said hello. <laughs> this, is Talk- moving, this is moving too fast. Talking of uh, Twitter, I'll have to find it. I'll have to, Sophie will have to put this online. I'll send you the picture in a second, right? So I, um, my face was used this week. I posted it on my Facebook page. Uh, my face was used this week. I'll show it to you. Um, by a guy called Will37. Um on on Tinder, somebody used somebody basically used my like as a cat, catfish situation. And he put two years on you. It's his Will thirty seven. He's gone Will thirty seven. He's like no one's gonna, no one's going to believe this guy's thirty five. <laughs> exactly what's happened. So I posted it on my Facebook um, just to sort of go. This this guy's not me. He's in the Northumberland area. Uh, some girl posted it online. <laughs> that's my that's my name. Know, <laughs> he says oh, consultant, rumbled. entrepreneur, artist. <laughs> was his job and then it said I'm six foot broad shoulders with low mileage <laughs> that was his job line low mileage I couldn't believe it I've been used as a catfish so what what I think is because I don't look in the mirror and think good looking chap so what I'm thinking of is what does that guy look like <laughs> if, he's, if I'm his aspiration <laughs> Something's gone wrong in his life, I think. And as well, like, you're recognisable. You? Yeah, exactly. You, you, I mean, you've done a bit of telly. Yeah, you've been, you've been about. <laughs> People are going to just go, no, it's Jason. <laughs> yeah, exactly, it's weird. Uh, 8 12, 15 on the text. Uh, I'll post it on the Twitter in, in the next few minutes. You can have a look at it. It's weird. Jason. Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Somebody says here that they realised that they were getting old when the uh, barber uh, sort of trimmed their eyebrows without even asking. Oh. <laughs> I mean, you think that's bad. I'm, I'm the next level. He did my ears. Oh, oh, no. I didn't even know I had... Imagine finding out you've got hair on your ears when the man is shaving them off. By the the sound of the... Yeah, right like, inside of it, yeah. I'm like, what was that? You're like, oh, just, just hairs in your ears. I was like, no. No, that never happened. They're so big that he's just using actual scissors. Like, exactly. you can just trim them from the outside. <laughs> and also, it's a bit non-consensual as well. They're just going to your ear. Yeah, that's I an mean, intimate place. Yeah, so. you're just going to start doing your nipple hair as well and <laughs> your belly button ladder. 
<laughs> like when you draw the line, Barbara. <laughs> well, you know, you're paying. You're paying for it, are you? Uh, 8.12.15 on the text this morning. Uh, morning, Manford. Uh, Robin Huddersfield here. He says, uh, I knew I was old first time I got socks and a box of jelly babies off my mum for Christmas. Uh, uh, I think the saying now of being old is when you get socks and you're actually chuffed. Oh, delighted. Oh, I, love a, I do love a set of socks if for Christmas. For Christmas, has someone just bought me six pairs of black socks? I have a like, feeling, oh. though, Dan, you still get a big present. No, I don't. No, you know, no because I'm a big present. Yeah, yeah I'm a hard bit. keyboard. Because <laughs> 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 my mum says I'm very difficult to buy for because my thing is that I live alone now. If I of want course. something, I'll just buy it. You're a successful comedian. Yeah, I bought, uh, in our living room, I have a full-size uh, Velociraptor. Oh, I've seen the. Yeah, I think in fact, I think that might be the last thing we talked about. Yeah, about four years ago. Yeah, it's but been there for a while. It was uh, there was a theme park shutting down, and they were going to throw it away. And I was like, I love that. They're like, where are you going to put it? I'm like, I'll work out that problem when I own it. Yeah, but how just, big is it? It's uh, eight feet long and about five and a half feet. You could ride them. You can literally turn it back and watch television. Wow. Yeah. Him and a friend. What's uh, he called? Has he got a name? His name's Rowdy. Rowdy. So I, I was driving back from somewhere and uh, pulled into the drive, and they knew I was coming. Him and another friend, and dived out of the bush with a velociraptor. Like, <laughs> Doing a noise. And I got the yeah, I got the initial fright of oh my god, a velociraptor, and then the oh, it's Rowdy. Makes <laughs> like, so I recognise the velociraptor. I realised yeah, he was, he was scared of something that's been dead for millions of years as well. Yeah, well. <laughs> like a night at the museum. Yeah, crikey, that is a hell of a thing to have in your living room. I bet I bet people can top it though. Eight twelve fifteen on the text, right? He's got a Velociraptor in his living room. Oh, if anyone can, I'll put up a picture. If anyone can top that, I'll be impressed. Right, pop it online now, and I'll retweet it uh, on my one as well, and uh, <laughs> we'll see if anyone top. Because what it'll be, it'll be, uh, I guess, boyfriends or husbands who've brought something home. Yeah. Because the thing is, when you get a girlfriend properly, or a, or a wife, or whatever happens, yeah. there is no way Rowdy will be staying. No, that's 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 my... That's, that, that is, like, I'm not marrying her. I'm like, I oh, loved really? this thing before I loved you, so... Wow. So that's, that's your deal-breaker. That's, but that's yeah, a deal-breaker. But you yeah. haven't met the girl that's going to break you down yet. What, we're, what, we're exactly. going to have kids, and my kids are... I'm going to have to explain to my kids, like, yeah, Daddy used to own a Velociraptor before Mummy thought it was stupid. Kids are going to hate her. Mm, I, I'm not sure you've... Yeah, I mean, it's sweet that you think that, 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 <laughs> that that's possible. You'll be yeah. there going, look, you can hang towels on it. <laughs> yeah, exactly, it's a clothes horse. <laughs> Try our clothes on it. Yeah, I mean, basically, you, uh, this... I don't mean to be like an old man here talking to a, a younger this man is about. This when you feel you're old. I, I am. I feel like I'm old here, but this is how it works, right? So uh, let's, for example, think. Um, right. So Velociraptor. It's, yeah. it's all about compromise, Daniel. Relationships. Right. So this is what will happen. You want the Velociraptor in the living room. She won't. Right. And so you compromise. And you don't have it. <laughs> that's that's basically what. Can what, I have them in the garden? He like can a be scarecrow. No, you know what she'll do? She'll go, Why don't you leave him at Kai's house? <laughs> That's what she'll say. You can visit him. You can visit him. You're actually going to have a velociraptor in the garage. Yeah. That's going to yes. be a yeah. thing. Car on the road. <laughs> Paying extra insurance. Because <laughs> the, the velociraptor's in the garage. And you're just clinging on for dear life. <laughs> uh, 8, 12, 15 on the text. Because she will, like, there'll be things that she'll stop doing until the velociraptor uh, but, goes. But, but isn't compromise not having it in the bedroom? Um, is it in the bedroom? Oh, it the was when I first got in, and then right. I brought a girl home that night, and she got very freaked out. I was like, I probably should just put this in the living room, actually, now that I think about it. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's a that's a start. What if she just got you to downsize it, and you got, like, a Komodo dragon? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so 812.15 on the text. Can you top Daniel's Velociraptor in the living room? Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Eight twelve fifteen is the text this morning. I am just looking at pictures of a Velociraptor in uh, in Daniel's uh, house. I, I mean, you've got it doing all sorts of things. There's one of it ironing yep. here. Uh, there's one of you riding it. I think also dresses a dinosaur. Dresses a dinosaur. In a dinosaur, dinosaur onesie. Yes. Um, there's one of it as the Cookie Monster. Yeah, it was Halloween, and he felt left out. <laughs> right, and uh, and one of it hoovering as well. Yeah. So it does it it does um, pay its way. The best way to do is uh, whenever we order food uh, late at night, we have them standing beside the front door, and then whenever the food delivery, we just pretend we can't see them and that the person's having a mental breakdown. They're like, "What's that?" They're like, "My friend Kai." What sort of idiot would I be if I owned a dinosaur in my living room? What are you, what are you suggesting, <laughs> good sir? Uh, morning, Jason. Uh, I have an eight-foot piece of mast from the Draken Harald Harfarger, which is uh, the largest Viking ship ever built. The mast broke in a storm off the Shetland Isles and hit the deck. No one was hurt. That is pretty cool. On their way to our rowing club. That's uh, he's got that. He's got that. Wow. That's pretty. I mean, that's that is it's up cool. there. That. Historical as well. Historical. Never skull and crossbones. Oh no, that wasn't Vikings, was it? That, that was pirates. pirates. That was pirates. <laughs> but that's yes. fictional pirates. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's that, because that, is that a real thing to have a Jolly Roger? I guess it must have come from somewhere. Yeah. I guess so. The big Jolly Roger sign coming, so you knew the pirates were coming. Yeah, oh. yeah. But why would they telegraph it? Hey, hey, we're about we're about twenty nautical miles away, but like in about two hours, you're all stuffed. You're don't, in trouble. Don't get don't get ready though. <laughs> don't, <laughs> like, don't do that. Do you think Do you think it's a bad idea that we're telling them that we're the bad guys? <laughs> I think though there's there's quite a history of that. Like if you think about the British Army back in the day in in parts of Africa and Asia, and that their uniform was bright red. <laughs> like now we got camouflage in secret. <laughs> bright red. They had a trumpeter and a drummer. Right. Do you think it's to show that like if they get shot, like like no, I'm not bleeding. No, I'm not bleeding at all. I think it's just more confidence like of like we're so good. We're going to give you a head start. <laughs> I think that's maybe the we're Jolly gonna Rogers. Wear high vis. <laughs> yes. I don't know. If, do you think they still use the Jolly Rogers? In, like the west coast of Africa, do you think the Somalian pirates? Just a tradition. <laughs> just still use it. Yeah, just superstitious. One of, them, one of them's got a parrot and an iPad. I quite like, like guys. That. That's why I joined. Yes, <laughs> I already had the uniform. I just, you know, I like that idea. I did have a thing in my set a little while back, which was about. Um, the uh, the phrases that uh, that the, they use, but obviously having to modernise them as, uh, as as sort of West African uh, pirates, it was great fun. Mm-hmm. Just uh, as a, I will make you walk the plank. Shiver my timbers, shiver my timbers. It's quite fun to do. What does shiver my timbers mean? It's as cold as wood. I don't know what it means. Shiver oh, my timbers. Don't ever ask a question on the radio, Kai. Oh, I'm going to get 25 texts now telling us what shiver my timbers um, means. Speaking of texts and tweets, I got a tweet here of Daniel Slosses. Sexy mum saying, uh, "Remain <laughs> entirely <laughs> unnecessary." She, I mean, she's, she's <laughs> a lovely woman. She fit. Yeah, mate. Well, could we not oh, do this on the radio? Oh, Leslie. <laughs> like, what is this radio show? I'm just saying. Just, he said she was sexy. I'm just asking if Daniel's mum's fit. What's wrong with that? <laughs> what, what, what kind of answer do you expect? Either way, I'm grounded, <laughs> right? I'm grounded or weird. Either it could be like, oh, yeah, she's not to be grounded off your mum. <laughs> <laughs> my dream. Oh, you've got to stay in the house with Leslie for, for a week. <laughs> what, be naughty all of the 
Did you say? <laughs> Remain Daniel that he realised how old he was at SeaWorld when he got lost. I feel like he's trying to get a story out of you. Oh, yeah, I got lost at SeaWorld and I was 24. Wow. Cause, like, cause you we went, went to the actual thing to ask me. This is. I'm crying like with an ice cream melting down his hands. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to point out this was pre Blackfish. Right. Uh, but I was at SeaWorld with my parents and family and they were like, oh, we'll meet you here. And they didn't turn up and I didn't have my phone on me and they didn't have theirs on me and they didn't meet me where they were meant to meet me. And as a 24 year old man, I, just, I had to hide myself into the not lost property yes. <laughs> the lost children section the parents and child section <laughs> like who are you to pick up and I'm like no no it's me wow yeah. you just sat there just after they come, come over the tunnel could the sexy mother of Daniel Sloss <laughs> please come to the lost children <laughs> You just know this because I can't call your mum sexy. That's the only thing I've got no rebuttal. Right. It's well fifteen on the set. Oh, that's cold. I've slugged this out in the car park. Where real music matters. Just that look, and Daniel's mum is actually quite fit. Could we not? Do I'm just this? saying. What? But we love you, Leslie. I know you're listening. <laughs> so the worst, 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 the worst thing about this isn't even like the music. It's just the fact that I know my dad's gonna phone after and just be very, very smug as always. Oh, I love and, and so he should. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so he should. He's punching above his weight. Just seeing your dad as well. <laughs> <laughs> what is this shit? Like, oh, we're gonna lure you in for 45 minutes. Say some next thing. Have some banner. Also, your dad's ranting and your mum's. <laughs> so, Tweeting pictures of your mum, see if she compares to Slosses. Like, <laughs> don't waste your time. <laughs> it would be pointless. Uh, so, moments that you're feeling old. Uh, these are a few from Twitter. Jules said, uh, "You're old when you pick up one glove and place it on the top of a hedge. Uh, I presume off the floor, not just one, one of your own." Uh, Rob says, uh, "When I went to the barbers and he trimmed my eyebrows without asking." Gail, uh, when the young lads in the office refer to you. As their work mum. Oh, I'm only 45. I hate when people do that to me. <laughs> yeah, that would be weird. Uh, Megan says, When I got picked on by my college friends for not knowing what turnt meant. Uh, that's, a, that's a word. That just know. made me feel old. I don't know what that means like, either. Is that, what, is, that, is that like Netflix? I don't even know if my college like, friends you're are like, still you're, alive. You're, you're like mad with it. You know, like, like that not, music is turnt. Is uh, that, but you could that? also be like, I'm totally turnt, like I'm smashed. Oh, I see, right. Uh, okay, well, there you go. God, it's so weird not to know what what words mean. <laughs> what a weird world. Uh, I feel old. Wednesday, uh, Wednesday Jones. That's a good name, isn't it? Wednesday Jones. Sounds like a superhero. Yeah. When I uh, realised I'd been driving longer than my boss has been alive. Oh, your driving oh. license is older than your boss. That's weird, isn't it? That's you had a head start. You should be the boss. Yeah, I, I must say, last year was the first year where I've been doing stand up for longer than I hadn't been doing stand-up. Oh, oh really? Yeah. yeah so oh, you, you've got to be knocking on that, right? No, no. no. Uh, oh, no, that means you... I've been doing it half my life now. Right. So no, that would make you 32. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Margaret Mod says, uh, when I went around the house checking if all the lights were switched off, I don't, oh, I'd yeah. totally do that. I'd totally do that. And uh, Hell's Bond says, when an old schoolmate tells you she's had a fall rather than just fell over. Um, <laughs> it's an event. <laughs> moments that you realise you're getting on. Um, also, there's a couple of people who are rivaling the, uh, the, 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 the dinosaur in your living room. I do not believe you. Kerry from Maystone. My husband, Mark, brought a life-sized movies Dalek for our living room. Oh, that's pretty good. I'm tempted to hide inside it one day. What is life-sized for a Dalek? What, because they're not alive? No, <laughs> they're not real. <laughs> no, I just mean I can't, I can't picture how I big they are. I guess they're about seven foot, aren't they? Are they bigger than uh, the average man? 
Yeah, yeah, I think so. Otherwise, yeah. it wouldn't be scary. Would they be like dusty bin? Because I thought yeah. they were like R2D2, like little. No, dog. no, I think they're quite oh, terrifying. They're, they're human height, I think. Yeah, because they've got humans in them, yeah. <laughs> walking around pretending to be Daleks. That's what R2D2 does, doesn't he? Yeah, but that's uh, that was uh, Kenny Baker, wasn't it? Yeah. He was a small man, so uh, yeah. I don't. I think these are proper like full on seven foot jobbies. Big dudes. That's what the gladiators yeah. are doing now. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Daleks. Oh, uh, Wolf. Uh, Matt and George uh, in Barnsley uh, say uh, my wife went out shopping one Sunday, so me and my boy turned the living room into a pub. Nice. Uh, he's only six, <laughs> so <laughs> we put up two dartboards, one regulation height and the other for a child. <laughs> uh, we got a Stella fridge, a Jägermeister machine and a four-tuck tank with two turtles in it. Nice. I mean, so he's gone for it as well. There's quite a few rivals there for uh, the Velociraptor in Daniel's living room. I mean, I'm just going to go and buy a Dalek now. <laughs> it's 8.12.15 on the text. Sunday mornings, 8-11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. So Daniel Sloss is uh, on tour. Uh, from uh, well now you're on you're sort of in the tour, yeah. middle of it now and you and you tour together with Kai yes I have done for seven years he's your special guest but you mean support act yeah yeah, yeah. and uh, someone's got to make the tour funny <laughs> <laughs> you know it's, I mean it's insurance policy right. <laughs> uh, give us a quick rundown of some of the places you're looking forward to getting to i.e. which ones really need to sell uh, so in the next three weeks we're not uh, we're touring in Europe so if you can yeah. get any of those ones Poland uh, like Lithuania and stuff uh, we'll be doing uh, London, Soho Theatre. We'll be doing uh, places. I think like what else are we doing? Oh, we've got, we've got, well, I have them here. Do you? Thank I God. have them here. Aberdeen and Inverness. Yes, you've got uh, Preston, Hull, Leeds. Done oh, done them. Oh, done. they're the ones you've done. Yeah, Sorry, they were beautiful. Uh, well, what date is it? Oh, there you go. Bristol, Windsor, Guildford, Brighton, Liverpool, Leicester, Inverness, Aberdeen, Southend, Musselburgh. And uh, I never even heard of that. Well, place. just outside Edinburgh. Oh right, Glasgow uh, and London. So and we've got a uh, southeast Northumberland. My gigs: Blythe, Ashington, and Bedlington. Oh, of course, we're, yeah. we're going to be doing the punch trunk run. So. Great stuff. Jason Manford, Absolute Radio, where real music matters. Well, here we go. As as I predicted, Jason. The Jolly Roger were used on <laughs> plague ships before they were used by pirates, but they only used them in close proximity. But before that, they flew Spanish, English, French flags in an attempt to lure the ships yeah. closer. That's uh, not sure and then, me. as they got closer, they went, ha, 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 ah, yeah. put the other one up. You need a lem so, sip now. <laughs> that's what happened. So there you go. What did I say? That's the great thing about radio is whatever, it's like a really slow Google. <laughs> Whatever you come up with, and condescending, yes. very condescending. Oh, there's, al- there's always a slight element of I know this, but it's always oh, nice when you know. Can we challenge them then, mate? You can, can ask we, anything. Anything, okay? Uh, anything, right. and, and and the listeners will answer it. Hey, listener, this: um, if you've got a, <laughs> a giant straw between the sea and the moon, right? Would the vacuum of space suck the sea out of the straw and onto the moon? Good Go. question. Wow, I mean. <laughs> The fact you just came up with that was pretty impressive. Uh, I, I want the answer. Yeah. Well, I, I, I want the answer as well. <laughs> you didn't even know you wanted the answer. I didn't, even, I didn't really want the question. Imagine that was the breakthrough. <laughs> 
imagine after the breakthrough of terraforming the moon there's a guy at NASA who just went oh my god (laughs) (laughs) the guy's just cracked it get me a straw now wow that's yeah it's a hell of a question it sounds like a QI jobby that yeah but then like if we do suck all the uh, seawater up into space it's just gonna be a bunch of mermaids being like guys (laughs) like come on no good we're finally home yeah so will will the vacuum of space suck the water up to the moon yeah. with a giant if straw? If you could make it to, to what is it, like uh, 250,000 mile straw? Right. Would, uh, I think the materials, the lack of materials would be the, the big stopping yeah. point. So hypothetically. Have, it would be hypothetical. Have we got the technology? That's the question. Right, well, that's the question we've asked. And I, I, I have so much faith in the listeners of this show, even at this time of the morning, That'll get answered. Mm. Uh, uh, do you know what? It'll be my dad. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, my dad the text. I very yeah, much doubt dad. your dad's listening to the radio. <laughs> <laughs> He's got other things going on in his mind after that. <laughs> You've got to stop that now. You really do. Because your mum's listening. And yeah, especially if, the, if like, you know... Does she text to say that she's... Oh, listening? no, she, she did say... She's definitely listening. But oh, right. when she was going on about if you can top the velocity... Thing, oh, I see. She reminded me uh, that... So when I was uh, 11 years old, me and my dad were on Robot Wars and my dad stole <laughs> Sir Killalot's chest piece. Wow. <laughs> which we still got in the house. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love that you just emasculated the robot by calling it a chest piece. <laughs> what else would you call it? Like it's armour. Yeah. yeah, but it's chest armour. You know, it's front guard. It's just skimpy little number. <laughs> chest, little chest piece that it's got on. So, <laughs> so yeah. eight, twelve, fifteen on the test. Can you answer Kai's uh, scientific question? It's uh, it's all gone a bit QI this morning, but uh, we'll, we'll, we shall see. I'm, I'm think, I think they will. This is... Matters. Good morning, it's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Quite a few mes- messages in here, Kai, for your... Uh, just, just pose your question again. So the question was, uh, a quite hypothetical one, if, if you put a straw from the ocean to the moon, yeah. would the vacuum of, the, of space then suck the water out of the ocean and put Onto it onto the moon? moon. Yep. That's, the, that's the question asked this morning. Because uh, that's not something you could ask Google either. It's a very specific It question. is actually, yeah. Martin Roberts uh, says... Oh, no, sorry. Charles, sorry, Charles uh, Napper, who's, uh, I don't know why he told me, he's, a, he's the assistant to Martin Roberts. He's just told me that. Anyway, he, uh, Charles says, I'm afraid that the vacuum will not work because the air pressure will push the water only 27 inches, he says. But he hasn't backed that with any... I'd like to see his working out. Yeah, I want to see the maths. Uh, Debs, uh, again, she's just theorising from her own experience. Uh, <laughs> she says, uh, the longer the straw, the less effective the pressure. That's why we cut uh, the ventilator tubes down small in neonatal intensive care. The space mm. vacuum thing, I have no idea about, but She's just offering her yeah. take on it from what yeah. she does for a living. And uh, somebody else says, profound lack of school physics. Uh, three metres is the greatest height you can suck water before a vacuum develops above it. This show has changed. Yeah, no, I'm going to yeah. say. It's just come in with a This is not what I was expecting when I invited you two on. Science. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll, we'll find out. We'll, we'll punt it out again. So w- what would happen? Let's see what happens. 8, 12, 15 on the, uh, on the text. And in the meantime, why don't we talk about FIFA? Yeah. So I got a bit of stick this week online um, and uh, somebody's phone is going crazy um, so I got a bit of stick online this week because I was on a TV show called Go 8-Bit 
um, I don't know if you know the show it's Sarah. sounds good and it's great actually and uh, it's about just old school computer games and, and, and bits and bobs like that and uh, I played uh, so they said oh come up with a a game. This is what they do on TV shows. They go right. Just play any game you want and uh, play it against the guy. And of course, I went. Oh well, I I like a bit of pro pro evil. I'm not played for years. Like, but it's a football pro, pro evolution soccer. Excuses already. And I know, but they said, oh, it has to be off this list. It's got to be off this list. So, and on the list was FIFA from a few years ago. So I was like, all right, fine. I'm fine. There's yeah. a slight configuration with the buttons, but hey, we'll deal with it. It'll be fine. And I was playing a guy who'd never played it before. And uh, I've got a cold in this clip as well, so that's why my voice is a bit weird. So, but this is this is what happened. Sorry, Dara. The, my um, the, this my the controls are wrong. Sorry. The controllers. I'm sorry. It's okay, been sitting tight. No, there's something in the World Cup or something in the Premier League, somebody will just stop and go. I don't like this ball. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this! This is where the guy who's never played it before nearly scored against me. So, I, you, you're taking your time on this one? No. My buttons are wrong. Oh. <laughs> you sound like a 12 year old. <laughs> You don't Honestly. even have the call to just cry. Are you just trying every possible configuration in the hope that one of them will work? Try the configuration where you, you score a goal. Ooh. Hey! Gosh. All right. All right, all right, all right. 20 minutes. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was one of the worst moments I've ever Did had on telly. Did you eventually win? No, it was nil-nil. Man, I, oh. I feel your pain because on Pro Evo, if we're talking PlayStation, square is pass, whereas square would be cross on FIFA. Oh. So if you're going to be crossing a, a, a short pass... Well, that's what kept happening. That's what kept happening. I kept going for a shot. Adapt and learn, mate. Adapt and well, learn. Well, that's what I should have done. And also, Pro, Pro Evo, they're the ones that haven't got the rights to the names. So, like, yes. Rude Van Nisselroy was, like, Rude Van Nisselbroom. Yes. And Brian Greggs. And you were playing with, like, Man Blue versus Man Red. There's <laughs> always <laughs> teams like that because they didn't have any of But I fa- what was weird about it was, on, on the day when we, were, when we were playing, it was playing against somebody who's never played it before. It's actually really hard because they don't conform to any of the rules of the game they're, they're just not like doing anything logical yeah it's like kicking it all ra- randomly so I've got I've had a lot of stick this week uh, for being that guy who uh, blames the controls you got two left thumbs when it doesn't go right yeah but um, but yeah that was, was my uh, experience with, with FIFA you, you guys are computer game uh, experts so are you yeah yeah I love FIFA my problem with the last game was uh, if you connected it to the connect on the Xbox mm. you could get voice commands so you could say attack information while you're playing and, oh, right, cool. which was great but if you played manager mode there was a stupid fe- and it's the dumbest feature in any game ever which was the Xbox recognised whenever you swore so I oh. got fired from a computer game as manager wow. two weeks before the FA Cup final because I was swearing in my living room in my own house and they were like it's to make the game more realistic and like I turned up in my underwear yes <laughs> it's not realistic <laughs> but it did have the emblem on from the team <laughs> yes, so yes, to yeah. be fair <laughs> wowzer that is yeah that, I, I, I've done that that, that career mode yeah. where uh, you start off as a youngster at a club Alex Hunter yes and you um, and you find yourself sat on the bench watching yeah. a game of football you think I'm sat on the sofa <laughs> watching me on a bench 
watching a game of football. This is not a game. We don't want realism. That's why we didn't go into it. Yeah. I want to be the star striker. Exactly. I haven't played it yet, but I've been around your house when you have, and I come upstairs and you're just falling out with another guy. And I say, this isn't a game of football. I tell you what, Gaz Walker is starting fights that he cannot finish. Dan- Daniel took his ball home at one point. <laughs> FIFA. Jason. Manford. Absolute Radio, where real music matters. So there's quite a few brilliant headlines this week, lads, and I think uh, I'm going to let you decide out of the three uh, which one is your favourite. So there's this uh, clown thing that's going on at the moment. It's weird, isn't it? This whole oh yeah, uh, does people dressing up as clowns and can I? I, don't, I haven't read too much into the stories, but are right. they just loitering around? Or are they actually doing crimes? Well, in the in the they're not doing anything as far as I can see. There's been a few. So it's just um, Halloween decoration then. A few. Uh, are we were we on there then? Was that you, you look like quite panicky there? Uh, you look like you just came over and pressed the button. Are we back? Um, so uh, yeah, so they're not really doing anything. They're just sort of hanging around and uh, being clowns. But in the paper, it's all like killer clowns on a the loose. They're not killed. No one's, <laughs> no one's been killed by a clown, as far as I'm aware. Um, but uh, just because they're evil looking, mm. that's the thing. But what seems to be happening is the only crimes that I've seen have been people beating up clowns. Yeah. Because obviously there's a clown in a car park, you come and have a pub. You know, you... Yeah, it's, it's his actual job. This yeah. is a clown just going home from work, he's just at a kid's party. It's gonna, well, it's gonna, that's it. It's going to get much worse near Christmas. Killer Santa's just everywhere. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I, I mean the, the killer is people with too much to do, isn't it? Um, but this was a great one in Cumbria. Um, there's, uh, it's as if if you've had just about enough of the killer clown craze, don't worry because Batman is in Cumbria. It may be one of the strangest developments of this trend uh, that has seen people dress up as clowns to try and scare others. The Cape Crusader has turned up to protect the good people of Whitehaven. But unlike the Dark Knight, Cumbria's version isn't a vigilante, so don't go try and intimidate him, uh, but simply a, a reassuring sign for local children that someone is looking out for them. Because yeah. some of the kids are... There's, there was like a, something in the paper the other day where they, they cancelled a day at school. Because there was these clowns going to turn up at. Uh, at the oh, so now the clowns are heroes. Yeah. <laughs> so now someone's yeah. dressing up as Batman to be a warden. It's yes. not even. It's just a bloke called Derek. It's just weird. We're so that was one. Pants. That was one story that I enjoyed. This one I quite enjoyed. This is online. There's an actual fight outside of Chippy, which is always funny. Uh, a man tried to buy some chips with seven Rizzlers at a takeaway. Sparked a massive brawl. <laughs> Sparked a brawl? A brawl. Seven Rizzlers, that, that's probably going to work out at about ten pence. Well, mm. funnily enough, he has actually worked it out. Uh, so this fella, um, we'll leave him anonymous, even though it, it has got his name in the paper, uh, was arrested on June 22nd after the emergency services were called to the scene. Uh, things is in Middlesbrough, by the way. I don't know if that oh, <laughs> yeah. sort of makes sense now. Trying to buy a Palmo. <laughs> Things as Eskel, they're a weird thing, aren't they? Yeah, a big ball of grease. I had one two years ago, I could still taste it when I burp. <laughs> <laughs> Things escalated so much that the charity boxes and chairs were apparently being used as weapons in the dramatic drunken fight at Perfect Chicken in Middlesbrough. Uh, the fella said, can I get a portion of chips? So this is all on tape, right? Can I get a portion of chips? So the the, chippies, the chipper said, uh, uh, that'll be £1.40. Chicken shop owner Shiraz Butt told Teesside Magistrates Court. He started getting me the Rizzlers and said they were worth 20p each <laughs> I said that's not funny that's, that's not money sorry uh, it, they're cigarette Rizzlers he said no it's money chicken shop fight 
ensued. Wow, that was uh, that was what that was. It's brilliant. It's online as well. Directly just drawn on the riddle himself to try and pass them off as the new five pound notes. (laughs) Just like stuck a stamp on them. See through. See through. (laughs) Crumbling them up in front of him. (laughs) But my favourite story of the week has got to be, uh, and again, it's. It's one of those classic uh, stories that I has hope to this start is what with. I think it is. <laughs> I think it might be. Uh, starts with in America. No. In America, of course, like Frank Skinny used to say, in America. Uh, upstate New York man charged with burglary after taking LSD and rescuing neighbour's dog from a house fire that didn't exist. <laughs> this is the actual news story. Troopers say the neighbor thought the house was on fire and he was trying to save the family's dog. Well, he saved the family's dog, but there actually wasn't a fire. He was hallucinating. Troopers say he was on LSD. Troopers say Orchard told them he mixed LSD with cough medicine Thursday afternoon, and they found him standing heroically with a dog in his arms outside of what he thought was a giant inferno. So, is he a hero or is he an wasn't, idiot? Wasn't even a dog, it was just a lamp. <laughs> it was just did he mix, stroking it. And he mixed it with cough syrup, did I hear that correctly? Yes, I don't know. I mean, I've After never done drugs, so I don't know what Yeah, it's put full of medicine. It's put full to have some medicine go down, but LSD apparently really, really helps. helps. the medicine come up. <laughs> so, the, the, what I, I love the perspective of the dog, because dogs are so gullible, right? If you say there's a cat in the garden, it's like, ah, there's a cat in the garden. Yeah. If you throw a ball, it runs after the imaginary ball. That means this dog must have been like... Ah, there's a fire! This <laughs> is because the guy said it. Yeah. I love the fact... He actually... I don't know if it was on that clip there. I didn't hear him say it. But he drove his car into the... So he's at, it was a police report because he's actually taken to court. He drove his car into the uh, into the garden, knocking down the fence and everything else, to rescue uh, this dog. Wow. A house fire that didn't exist! So the, the driving charge is probably the main one. Yeah, yeah the, exactly. The burglar, the breaking and everything, but the driving one, that, that's the... That's the question. Is he a hero? Or is he just a lunatic? <laughs> I think you just overdone it. Yes. Totally. Yeah, handle, handle yourself, pal. <laughs> Eight, twelve, fifteen on the tech. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Good morning, it's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio uh, 20 to 11. Uh, so, not, not long left, not long left. Or oh, 20 to 12 if you're listening on the 80s, 90s, and network uh, shows. An hour, it's like Absolute Radio Plus One. Mm. So you get to have a little listen. Oh, uh, but do the tweet like it's live? Yeah, weirdly. We, so, what we do is the people, even though you don't text in if you're listening on 80s, 90s, and noughties, because uh, I'll have gone <laughs> by the time I'm ready. But yeah, they do. So, I get, get like tweets from. Uh, or text from like an hour ago it's quite weird uh, but um, I've had a bit of a I've been obviously enjoying my time in Edinburgh and uh, I did a couple of things this week that were very Edinburgh uh, which was I went on the ghost tour Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. The Bergen Hare one. Yeah, done that. Yeah, the, into the cemetery and then uh, yeah. down into. Yeah, the, it's one of the, one of the proper ones where it's like the history, and it's not just a bunch of acting students coming out and jumping out. Oh yeah, no, she was wonderful. Yeah, the, the oh. woman who gave us the full history, and uh, we did it after the show. After the, and um, I mean, I've done them four times now. Four times. No, no ghosts. Now you can start doing them. I mean, I don't <laughs> you, do. you take people around. Every time I've been up here, I've done what. And I, 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 yeah, I mean, I'd love to. Yeah. I'd love to. See, I'd love. I've got to a point now where I'd, I, I would actually like it just yeah. to see one. It's. I mean, have you ever, have you seen one? Have you been on the tour? Uh, I've been on a tour, uh, but I, we just use it as a little sort of pub crawl thing. Yeah, I was definitely seeing stuff by the end of the night, but I don't know it was a ghost. <laughs> yes. I was white the next There's morning. Plenty but. of spirits. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. You rescued a dog from a burning building by the end of it. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, it was it was it was weird. There was a moment where um, the scariest moment was we were in the tunnel, and uh, it was all very quiet. And you know, she was telling us this story about somebody haunted. There was no reception. All that that was weird. Terrified. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Facebook Live it. That didn't work. <laughs> and uh, and I. No, I, should, I mean, I, we talked about Trump in the other week, and, and actually this morning. But I, I could feel like a, like a mark coming, like yeah. it was coming, and I thought I could sneak this out. There's about forty of us because we all come from the cast, and, and then my, tra- this is how childish I was. My brain went, if I time this correctly, this will actually scare people because they were all <laughs> yeah. freaked out. I tell you what, I've never had a, I've never in my life in thirty five years had that response from a fart. They jumped out of the skin. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was like, <laughs> they were like, ah! <laughs> 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 ghost as well, being like, oh. And then we were trapped in a tunnel with it. Which is the worst part, to be honest. Eight twelve fifteen on the on the text this morning. I'm I'm actually heading to Glasgow uh, this week as well. I've got two weeks in Glasgow. So anybody with any tips on uh, bits and bobs to do over there uh, that are as good as Edinburgh. Um, that would be that would be great. Where real music matters. Put a text in uh, from your neck of the woods here, Kai. Uh, yeah. Good morning, Jason. We saw you at Whitley Bay recently, and everyone had a very good time. Very nice. Whitley Bay. They, they, they're getting there with the, with the compliments. Uh, when are you going to come back to play for the Punch Drunk Army? Yeah, I've got a strong arm, you man. They're breathing down my neck to get Jason Manfred in uh, Blythe and settling so, in. So tell us about this then. You've set up some uh, comedy, like a strip of comedy clubs around that area? Yeah, so we've launched uh, the old working men's clubs, the mm. rooms, and we'll have like meat raffles and everything. Brilliant. And um, we'll also use it as a, a drive to bring in um, like a food bank so right. people bring in tinned food for the, the homeless and the needy yeah, yeah. and we've also got like big charity connections but at the crux of it all it's a comedy gig yeah. where we'll bring in the best comedians in the country Great. this week starting in Blythe tomorrow Monday uh, Justin Moorehouse is going to be doing the oh, run brilliant. joined by Jeff Norcott and uh, Pat Monaghan and we had Jeff on the show the other week brilliant yeah. so they're, they're all going to be Blythe tomorrow Bedlington Tuesday Ashington Wednesday and on Thursday in Cramlington Rousing. and that's places the places I've never even heard of oh them. man that comedy clubs brilliant and are you going to come and join us of course I will yeah of course brilliant. I will definitely come and, come and that once I've finished flying a car yeah, yeah. every night nine shows a week <laughs> uh, rescuing dogs from a burning fire <laughs> burning fire yeah it's a yeah, burning to, yeah. fire yeah. one of them non-burning fires uh, no I definitely will I love I'm, 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 obviously as you know I run comedy clubs myself so yeah uh, brilliant as well I've yeah, a couple of them yeah yeah nice. so the, the, it, is, the, it is a brilliant thing to do like I know we sort of tour me and you down and we do these big tours in theatres but the comedy clubs there's no night like it is it oh, to go back to a real one is yeah it's it's a different sort of atmosphere and it's uh, the set you get to do as a because you're ever sure you can you can yeah. mess around but when you're doing 20 or 30 well, you just, just seen, get to yeah. it's just like being a hard time for a bit and just seeing them three or four brilliant comics just banging out the Brilliant, yeah. brilliant gags it's and, and well I'm in such a it. privileged position with it that I get to be resident host every month apart yeah, from this yeah. month because I'm on tour but uh, Matt, Matt Reed's stepping in oh, he's Matt Reed's fantastic fabulous well. great so, so where, what, what website can we see that um, you can go on my website kaihumphreys.com yeah. and it's got everything about the punch drunk gigs and about the tour that we're currently on smashing Music matters. So, Daniel, 
Sloss uh, going to be heading on to well he's in the middle of his tour uh, at the moment uh, with his special guest Kai Humphreys how's it feel being a supporter it's a, it's a bit weirder with you two because it, sort of people are actually turning up for both of you aren't they yeah we've, we've been doing this for six seven years now mm, yeah. so I feel like I don't need to introduce myself to the audience anymore yeah. I felt like I, I, when I've done the first tour or two I was turning up and I was like almost apologising for being in the way of yeah, the guy that came to see but now I, um, you're like the bread at a, a restaurant aren't you that yeah. you never asked for like, yeah. oh, I'll have it. Fine yeah. if it's here. I'm going to wait longer for the main course. <laughs> yes, uh, and you're heading to some some uh, well loads of places. You can find out on uh, well, I presume on your website. Yeah, your website DanielSloss.com. I'm guessing or .co.uk. One of the two. There you go. Uh, and you can follow us both on Twitter. Daniel, yours at uh, Daniel underscore Sloss. And you at Kai Humphreys. Kai is K A K A I. I've got a Jolly yeah. accent. I'm like <laughs> Kilo Alpha. India <laughs> Kilo Alpha Way I man <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so you can follow those boys uh, going on tour all over Europe and then uh, back to uh, some more regular places uh, Liverpool Leicester Inverness Aberdeen Southend all these places so make sure you go and see uh, the lads thanks for being on the show fellas thanks for having us thanks for having lovely us. stuff and uh, uh, tell your mum uh, I'll be in touch <laughs> <laughs> see you next week Absolute Radio. Manford. Where real music matters.